Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the first 2021 edition of the Donna and Steve show. Yeah. On my talk, 107.1, baby. COVID's over, everybody. That's 2021, life is normal again. Okay, that is not true. All right. I think we're Sorry. legally obligated to yeah, say that. Yeah, you're right. You're right, that's um, not true. Boy, but we're all good, right? Everybody healthy? Yeah. Everybody's healthy? Yes. Everybody's uh, maybe feeling... I don't know. Do you guys sense a little energy? A little? Do you get that at the beginning of the year? A fresh start? You can just sort of in your mind say that was last year. This is a new yeah, me. Yeah, a little bit clean slate. Our Facebook question is low hanging fruit, but there's one day a year that we can do it, and it's what's your New Year's resolution? I have one that is very small, and I'll share it with you later today. It's very small, but okay. maybe that's the way to do it. Small, achievable. I like that. And I'll, I'll give you this little hint, which is really going to make you stick around all three hours. <laughs> the hint is uh, it is the opposite of a goal I've tried to set many times. Or, or the opposite's a little strong, but kind of sort of. I'll go with that. Okay. My name's Steve still. Yep. Hey, Steve. Um, I feel like I've been gone for a month. And first of all, yeah. thank you, Dawn. Thank you to Miss Shannon. Ms. Thank Shannon. you, Grant. Of course. Dawn, thank you, guys. Um, yeah, that was a much needed and uh, vacation, and I feel like I have a little extra bounce in my step because oh, of it. That's great, Donna. Ooh, thanks, Steve. Good deal. That's Yay. what we need and want. Yay. So, um, so while you were gone, Donna, things kind of changed with me. Oh, is that right? Right. I, um, I flew on a private jet. Yes, Because you did. that's... How I roll. Now, first of all, let me explain. That's how I roll. <laughs> don't ruin this for me. Okay. Um, I Okay. So I was offered a private jet flight. I know someone, a friend who's, who, whose family lives in Pittsburgh and said, essentially texted me and said, hey, if you want a ride, I'm going back on the 23rd. You can fly private. Don't have to deal with an airport and all that. And I was like, okay, yeah. back and forth, back and forth. Back. So I, I, I mean, I could never in a million years ever situate my own private jet situation. But on this one, I did. So let me tell you a quick story about how I'm the worst guy ever to have on a private jet. I, uh, first of all, uh, on the morning of the 24th, our, our flight got canceled. It was supposed to be on the 23rd, the evening of. Oh, they still cancel flights when they're private? Even when they're private. Apparently, it's blizzards. and oh, and, and the, it. was the wind gusts. We had these wind gusts of 60 miles an hour, mm. which I found out early on Wednesday, the 23rd, when Whoa. we had that blizzard come through. Good call, Hey, then. flight not happening that night. It's going to happen the next morning at 7 a.m. 7 a.m. departure time. So, now the good thing is when you... Fly private. You uh, don't have to be there until six thirty. 
You know, they just say, just get there a half hour beforehand. It was at the downtown St. Paul Airport. Oh. She said, you can just park right there. And I'm like, oh, parking is going to be astronomical because they think I'm a private jet person. I'm not. I live in Chaska. I was very Too nervous suddenly about... Go, go to EP. I know. Flying Cloud would have been great. Yeah. I get there. Guess what? Parking there is free. The rich get richer, right? Yep. Parking is free. And she said, whenever you come back, just call them ahead of time. They'll have your car Warmed up, brushed off, no snow on it. It'll be great. Fancy. Very fancy. So this is the start. On Christmas Eve morning, I get out. What has happened? After my car got stuck in the driveway the night before, now a new snow drift has blown there overnight. Now I'm digging out to get out, digging out, digging out, digging out. Oh, you're in the garage? Yes, I'm in the garage, but but the drift has drifted me into the garage. Whoa. So now I'm digging out in that way. Then as I pull down the street, I go to hit the garage door opener. The garage door is stuck because there's the new snow that's in there. So then I'm out there and I'm like, I'm going to be late for a private jet flight. It's a horrible flight or a drive to St. Paul from Chaska Christmas Eve morning. Very icy, people in the ditch, everybody going slow. What time is this right now? I mean, 530 is when I left my house. Okay. Christmas Eve morning. Oh, thank God. Okay, yeah. I okay, end up getting I there. You were gonna say six oh, fifteen. Right. <laughs> no, the thing is, though, I left early. I still got there at seven o'clock. I was supposed to be there at six thirty. Oh no! I'm already the worst. And no. she's like, "Hey, don't worry. The flight's not gonna leave without you." So then I get there. I'm making apologies. The pilot says, "Don't worry. We just filled up with gas. You couldn't have even gotten on the plane if you wanted to yet." Well, they're making me feel nice. Great people that I'm flying with. I end up getting on there. We have some mimosas, or, or what is a mimosa thing with orange juice in it? And champagne, yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we have some mimosas. It's great. We're up in the air. All is well. Stevie Boy starts looking around, and you know my bladder. I look around and I think, well, I'll be darned. <gasps> no, there's there's not a there's no. not a bathroom on this plane. And Donna, what did you get me last Christmas? I know, I got you a bottle to pee in on in the road. Case what if this ever happens? <laughs> it's a really really is it just sweet like an gift. old Coke bottle. Or? <laughs> No, it's an actual hospital-grade um, yeah. pee bottle. It is. It's if you're bedridden. I start looking around, and I think, oh, my gosh, I can't. I notice my mood changes from jovial and talking to quiet and concentrated. Because now I'm just trying to think, we got 40 minutes left in this flight. And could I pee in one of those orange juice bottles is what I thought. Wait, who who are these people you're with again? Just friends. Okay, all right? you do know them. They're- I know. Well, I, I yes, I know the majority of them. One person I had just met. Okay. <laughs> I then start looking around. Thank God in heaven that one of the women who we're traveling with said, I have to pee. And I said, so do I. But there's not. A ba- and then the, the guy said, no, no, there's a bathroom in the back. And it's where someone could have an extra seat if they wanted to. <laughs> you lift the seat up and then you pee. But he said, listen, you will have to, Steve, you're too tall. You're going to have to like get on your knees to pee. Oh, my God. <laughs> I look yeah, around. The women said, I have to pee, too. I said, you go first. This is your plane. You go. She said, no, no, no. I'm worried about what if I fart on the plane. This is, this is the conversations you have at 40,000 feet. And I said, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. I'll just do it. I get back there. I close these doors. Stevie Boy on his knees, urinating into a small hole. The hole was smaller than a commercial airline hole. I am peeing into this hole while bumping around. My head is bumping into the wall and the ceiling. And I know that all it takes is one bit of turbulence. And these doors, these pocket doors are going to slide open. And Stevie Boy is going to be exposed in an extremely vulnerable position. The hole was too small. I couldn't sit down on the seat. I wouldn't have been able to aim it appropriately. 
So oh, it took me about three minutes back there. It was it was the longest pee of my life. <laughs> I was filled. You must have gotten pee everywhere. No, surprisingly, it was uh. all there. Although I did tidy up and make sure before I got out. So I'm the guy who has to pee. I'm the guy who gets there late. I'm just I'm just the worst. So clearly, you did not have another drink after that. No, no. Like I'm not going through that again. No, we were shut down. Wow. Yeah, shut it down. So interesting. I want to know more about these people you were traveling with. Listen, it was just very generous people that I happen to have a connection with, and I was like, you know what? After after probably I was offered this private flight two months ago. It's smart though that you took a. I I would take a obviously. Over a commercial airline and being, you know, overly exposed to. You know what? I got to tell you, though, on my flight back, we flew Delta, no middle seats, right? You know, and we were actually in the two and two. It's two seats on both sides of that plane. Um, It was my first time in an airport in nine months. I felt very safe there. I will give the, the airport staff kudos the social distancing there and the fact that just a lot of there's just hardly anybody in the airport and everyone has a mask on the whole time you feel really safe i think they're doing as good of a job as they can all things considered but if you look at the airport and think of that transmission uh as long as you keep your mask on the whole time you're gonna they're gonna keep you away from other people the whole time so i thought they're doing a nice job what about if you order something to drink or eat that's the weird thing about the the mask situation like with restaurants you wear a mask in until you get to your table and then they allow you to take it off so you take it down you take a sip of water and then you put your mask back on okay all right great so christmas was good merry christmas yeah merry christmas happy new year okay all right we gotta go Let's do it then. Now that you used up all of the time, <laughs> when we come back... I fly private now, Donna. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I blew up with <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway, no eye contact. Don't forget, Dawn. Anyway, <laughs> you're going to have a handful of things that make you go, huh? I'm going to tell you something mind-boggling about gold. If you took all the gold in the world, what could you fit it into? All of the gold, melted it down, what could you fit it into? Hmm. This will blow you away. That and other dumb things you don't need to know. When we return on Donna and Steve on My Talk. Welcome back, you guys. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. This is fun. Think about gold. I love gold. I love gold. <laughs> if you melted down all of the gold in the world, all of it, where do you think you could store it? How much space would be required oh. to to store all of the gold hmm. in the world? Melted down. Lake Superior. Lake Superior. Oh, okay. gosh, I don't want to overshoot it so that the answer isn't disappointing. Okay. Um, how about Lake Minnetonka? Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> keep it local. <laughs> if all of the gold in the world was melted down, uh-huh. it would fit into less than three and a half Olympic swimming pools. No, really? That's something? What? I know. In the, all the gold in the world. In the world. If it was all melted down, it would fit into less than three and a half Olympic swimming pools. Unbelievable. Uh, six feet? Uh, do they go down to six feet? Is that what it is? I'm yep. not sure. They dive in, you know, and I we weren't allowed to dive unless it was at least six feet at the local swimming pool, Bouquet, Bouquet Park in Springdale, Pennsylvania. 
That's fascinating. Learning to dive is an interesting physical experience as a person. I, I have to do it from like sitting on the ledge because <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> you know, diving boards scare me a little bit. Yes. Like Jumping it's tough to then... dive off of a diving board. And then you have to like arch your body. And yeah, yeah I'm not very athletic. I don't even think you could get me to jump off of a high dive. My just sisters to step would do off. it all the time. Oh, mercy. It's given me the heebie-jeebies just thinking <laughs> right? about it. Right? Me too. After Top Gun came out, the number of men joining the Navy to become naval pilots went up by 500%. Oh, wow, that's sure. good. That's remarkable. I wonder if they get pumped. Like, is the Navy feeling great right now? With Top Gun 2 coming out this year, are they feeling excited about that? Is there any backdoor dealing of, hey, we could do this with the Army, we could do this movie with the Navy? You know, maybe at a premiere they have on a table to sign people up on their way out. Yeah, maybe. Ventriloquism started as a religious practice. The ancient Greeks called it gastromancy and they believed that the ventriloquist was getting messages from spirits in their stomach and revealing them through a dummy oh boy wait <laughs> so, what so the ancient what did greeks the puppets look like the ancient greeks they call this gastromancy ventriloquism and they thought the ventriloquist uh, was getting a message from a spirit into their stomach, and then they just oh revealed God. it that's through the dummy. I think you should host Sunday dinner this week. <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> you know I don't have the china for that. Oh, my gosh. I think it's time we put Hanky back in his suitcase. I. <laughs> we had a couple guys come through for school assemblies mm-hmm. that had a trunk there is nothing when you're a kid greater than a trunk situation Ooh, for yeah, a presentation. You get so excited. Carrot top. What's in the trunk <laughs> next? What could be? And then at some point they do the ladder bit. You know the the. <laughs> how did they fit it? Oh my god, I love that. <sighs> the original name for Frank Sinatra's song "New York, New York" was theme from New York, New York, and it was the theme song for the Martin Scorsese movie. New York, New York, which came out in 1977. That version was actually performed by Liza Minnelli. Sinatra re-recorded his own version in 1979 that became the version everyone knows. Hmm. I do love that song. It's a, I can't believe it only came out in the late 70s. Really? It feels like, a, like one of the ones that Frank would have come out with back in the 40s and 50s. Yeah, okay. Good point, Steve. Okay. (laughs) Now I'm going to tell you this about the Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cup can hold 23 beers in it. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. That's just over. Hey, thank you, Dodd. Thank you. Uh, if you like that, Dodd, stick around for this. That's just over two gallons. Yeah. <laughs> so is, I have to ask the Stanley Cup, do people drink out of it? Well, certainly pre COVID, they did. That was the big celebration. You get some beer in there, you drink right out of it. Hockey players look like such partiers, man. <laughs> of all the athletes, it looks right? like. Right? They they could party in an apocalypse. Yes, yes. they sure do. Because it's the hair can't... party in the back. Maybe it's that. <laughs> it's just like the ice rink situation. <laughs> Cheap beer is all they need. You know, I was at um, a park near my house the other day, and there's two skating rinks. So there's like kids, you know, skating in one area. This was on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And kids skating in another area. And boy, did they have cases of beer all over the place. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Right? I don't know if they were old enough. I'm just saying. You ever played the game Mafia? No, what's that? I played it for the first time over Christmas. It's a really fun group game. I know that I am terribly late to the party, but I assume other people are too. And maybe you too, Donna. It's a group game. You, there's one person is the mayor. They go and they hand out playing cards. Okay. If you get a number card, you're a townsperson. If you get a queen, you're the nurse. King, you're the sheriff. If you get one of the aces, you're a member of the mafia. You know what huh. I'm talking about, mafia. And then the mafia's goal is to kill off the townspeople without getting found out. Jeez. So everyone, no one knows who each other is. You're doing it based on trust. There's a lot of acting. Don, this is right up your alley with improv. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Dawn. Dawn, that's not even Dawn. She's just hitting a button. Honest to God, Dawn's not here today, is she? That's a two weeks. That's a Dawn McLean soundboard. Oh boy! No, I'm giving you soul cookies. I'm giving you feedback. That's wow. really good. You guys would love this game. So you go around. The mayor then tells the story. They say, everybody go to sleep. Mafia, wake up. The people with the aces, wake up. That's the first time that you look and see who your other mafia members are. Mafia, who would you like to kill? Then you just point to a person. And then sheriff, who would you like to investigate? Nurse, who would you like to save? But you're doing it all on guesses. You're doing it all blind. And then as the round goes on, they say, everybody wake up. The mayor says, well, there was a terrible night last night in the town. A member of our town was killed by the mafia. And then no one is, of course, saying, I'm mafia. Everyone is acting like a townsperson. But you only see who's actually who after you die. Who did you play this with? With our family. It's a great family game. All you need is six people. (laughs) Who came came up with it? My brother, Scooty. I knew it. Scooty came with this game. And every night, the grandkids were just like, let's play mafia. And it was it is very fun. And then at the end, when you when you find out who the mafia is after you have been knocked off, you're shocked. It's just like no way I was getting had. And then sometimes you get onto a lead, and you're like, wait a minute, that person said this this round, but last round they said something different. They're mafia. Let's vote them out. So it's kind of got a little bit of a, a clue vibe to it. A little yes. um, yes. what's that game that you bluff when you're playing cards? Poker. No, <laughs> um, like. Um, is it Go Fish? No. 
Let's do poker. BS. That's a All right, one. we'll just go with BS. Poker. And now we dance. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since I've danced. It hurts. Right? Can't even get up. Sad. I've just been sitting for the past two weeks. <laughs> Anywho'sle, um, Steve, let's find out how you're doing with the Queen's Gambit when we and come then back. Who watched Bridgerton? I did. Oh, I'll what a know thing. All right, I'll tell you a little bit about that too coming up next on My Talk 1071. All right, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Or your buddy. Dawn McLean. And the band is back together. Oh, yeah. Have you guys heard of uh, Bridgerton? Yep. Have you seen it? Nope. (laughs) Okay. I I heard of it um, from a buddy, our buddy Jeremy Parsons from uh, People Magazine. He posted on Instagram that he was asked to watch Bridgerton by his wife, and he was like, no, I'm not really going to like. And then the next slide in the Insta story was him loving Bridgerton. Really? I, that's all I've heard. Okay, then maybe I need to stick with it. This is a Shondaland production. Oh. Sha- you know, because she's got that huge deal with Netflix mm-hmm. right now. Yes, so there's a lot of content probably going to be coming from her. She uh, produced it. Uh, it's a series created by Chris Van Dusen, and it's based on the novels by Julia Quinn. And it's in London's high society in the 1800s when debutantes are presented at court. You know, they're trying to um, find matches for marriage Mm -hmm. with daughters and sons. And there's just a lot going on for me. And I think Hmm. I fell asleep trying to watch the third episode a couple of times. I just I have to get through that one. Um, you know, the, you know what it reminds me a little bit of is in some ways is like Game of Thrones, like so many families mm. or so many characters yeah. and just it, it's a lot. But I think people really are loving it. It's it's mostly about this um, this young woman named Daphne. And she's the most promising debutante, if you will. Mm. She comes up with a plan to pretend that she's with her brother, one of her brother's friends. He's not for it. They're trying to fool everyone into thinking that they are in love. Just to kind of keep these other people at bay. Like, because these just losers mm. are trying to hook up with her. <laughs> trying to find, like, a current way of explaining this. But it's it's a lot. It's a lot going on. And I think if you love the novels, you'll probably love the show. I'm going to give it one more episode before I decide whether I'm in or not. My, you sound like you're at a three out of five Gary's right now. Kind of. Maybe two and a half. Yeah. You know, I'm on the fence. Uh, my roomie was like, we should watch it. It's supposed to be really good. It's like a kind of a Downton Abbey, but it, it's kind of campy. And I texted him a couple days ago. I was like, you know what? You could watch the show. I'm out. I, it sucks. And oh. he's like, oh, I'm sorry there's not enough murder in it. <laughs> <laughs> so are yeah. these, uh, uh, the source material, is it modern or was it written way back when, when this was oh, a thing? Because that's good what question. I, I, and I said this on the show last week, you know, I, whenever you have this old timey stuff that wasn't written by a Charlotte Bronte or a Jane Austen. Right. I'm not interested. Hmm. Um, 
I think it's they didn't current. Live during the time, it's current. It's okay. current. It's not like old. Okay. Material. Well, it's new material. The books kind of look like have a Danielle Steele. They do. Feel to yeah. Them. They really do. This Julia Quinn. Yeah, very much so. Uh, An they offer say, from a gentleman. The, the Viscount who loved me. <laughs> Romancing Mister Bridgerton. The Bridgertons, happily ever after. When he was wicked. To Sir Philip with love. Bridgerton novel, when he was wicked. Did you want <laughs> to say that? Lady Whistledown. His <laughs> kiss. By the way, Bridgerton the way. series, set between 1813 and 1827, the books, Dawn, so you're going to hate this. So they're set. Set between set, 1813 and 1827. sort of like a CW version of yes. it? Okay, yes. that's, what I'm, that's why I'm not super... Yeah. And the I first just, book came out in 2000. Yeah, I mean, like, if this was Little House on the Prairie, it yeah. would be different, right, you know? Right, um, exactly. So, by the way, Lady Lady Whistledown is um, <laughs> the writer of, like, this gossip sheet. Okay. So they've kind of got, like, this, this campy gossip writer writing about these debutantes and the families, oh, okay. the Featheringtons. I might like it. You never know. I would give it three episodes. That's where I just go, okay, three and I'm out or I'm in. And that's it. So anyway, um, it is on Netflix. It's called Bridgerton. And uh, it's a television period drama. Okay. All right, done with that. How are you doing with um, The Queen's Gambit? Well, you know, we set it down before the holidays and we picked it back up last night. Oh! Almost barreled through the end of the series. We are are a third of the way through the final episode. Of the Queen's Gambit. Okay, I love the final episode a this, lot. Okay, that, now that's good to hear. Uh, the the penultimate episode, the last episode that we watched was interesting. An old character came back into the storyline, and I like the general direction that it's going now. This is a show, The Queen's Gambit, that I find myself a bit of the minority because the majority of people that I've heard from love it. I have liked it okay and it is really well done it's 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 a beautifully shot show it kind of reminds me in some ways in terms of production value of the crown yeah it's real just looks like they've poured money into this i so i love watching it from that perspective and this actress what is her name the lead actress in the queen's joy yeah, she she's quite good. She's very. good. She is quite good. Um, and then what? What? Uh, without going too deep into it, if you remember the second to last episode, she had a big tournament, a big tournament mm-hmm. in Paris. But then a night which was supposed to be discipline, staying in the room and focusing on tomorrow's match, uh, that night was interrupted, and things went in a very different direction. So uh, it. I'm I'm intrigued, and I've got some questions. In fact, I feel like you ever remember something that someone says about a show or a movie you haven't seen yet, and then you just store that little morsel away, and then you're trying yeah. to figure out what did they mean? Where For did sure. They... Mm-hmm. I feel like I heard one of you two dames, respectfully, say something about the the guy. Or I like what they did with that guy or the character. How about that guy in the final episode? I don't recall. Okay. Mm. So now I have that leading me through the final episode. We shut it down uh, last night because of my new resolution. 
end, which we'll get to in hour three oh. of the show today. Stick around. I know many of you heard that I would be revealing my New Year's resolution in hour three and have altered your plans for the day. It will be worth it. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Big sell. But anyway, I, I, I like, like the show. I think I like you'll really love I loved the way they ended it. Did you like it, Don? I did. I really, really thought it was a really cool way that they ended it. Oh, cool. All right. I'm excited. Yeah, we've got like 40 minutes left. All right. You think you're going to get to it today or no? I, I don't know. I can't speak to that. By the way, Donna. Yes, Steve. I don't know if we talked about it before you left or not. I guess we did. Did we all talk about uh, the Mandalorian? Did oh, we talk about that. Yeah, we did. How about that? Talk about a great I, last I episode. I really <laughs> loved that last that. episode. That was yeah. so good. Oh, so well done. Loved it. They could just end it right there. I know. They, In theory, they could. You're right. Maybe they should. Nah, they make too much money. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All that merchandise. Wow. You know, I really feel like I missed the boat on something. I really wish I did a Baby Yoda nativity scene on my lawn. (laughs) You know, like with the Mandalorian looking over at the baby. That would have been cute. man. Did you see someone do that? No. It just occurred to me when my roommate sent me a text and just said, um, you know, Baby Yoda saved the day or something. I, I don't know what he was referring to but it made me think oh, oh sure. baby yoda like baby jesus yeah. can i can i tell you something a little off topic but springing off that with christmas decor sure <laughs> two you're quick gonna things. anyway yeah yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. at the end it's polite if i ask before i absolutely right. commit to doing it right which either way you're right i will uh first of all remember a few years ago we saran wrapped our tree yes Okay, so Don, we, my wife and I oh. saran wrapped our tree because we saw that it was a hack for storing your Christmas tree. Leave the ornaments on, leave the lights on, saran wrap it, shove it up into the attic, bring it out, unsaran wrap it, a teeny bit of zhuzhing, and you're well on your way. Christmas has started. Wow. That thing sucked. It broke a ton of ornaments. <laughs> oh, it, we had no. so much fluffing to do. Yeah, it was a terrible, so terrible fluffing. hack. Don't say fluffing. Sorry. <laughs> zhuzhing. Zhuzhing. Yeah, uh, anyway, so then last night we have these wide stairs. They're not crazy wide. They're, they're just about a foot wider than a typical staircase. So we took advantage of these and I said, let's see if we can shove that sucker down into the basement. <laughs> we left the ornaments on, the lights on, everything, and then just walked it down in. It is now standing upright, fully zhuzhed, fully decorated in our storage room downstairs. And the plan is in 11 months to see if we can get it back up. Same way we went down. You didn't wrap it or anything? You just kind of gently walked it down? Exactly. And when there was some, you know, it's you have to be okay with the branches hitting against the door frame okay, a little like bit. That. But that's okay. Because that, that's it's dust? like shizhing. Come again? What, what about, about dust? Dust. Oh. Dust. Like, what happens if dust gets on the tree? Yeah, like it's going to be all dusty. Maybe we should put a sheet over it. I like that. That's what my mom used to do. Really? Okay. Well, I'm channeling her then. I think that's nice. Maybe we'll do that. It does suck undoing the whole tree, doesn't it? It it? does. Uh, It took us five minutes, and I said this. We won next Christmas already just by what we did. Wow. All right. I'm going to leave two of them decorated. I have four trees. What? One is, I mean, two of them are just For little table. level of her home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have two table ones. Yeah. I have one in my kitchen. Oh, by the way, I got my kitchen. buffalo head, put it up in the kitchen. Oh, hey now. Oh, is it already up? Yeah, I put it up. 
Take a picture. I hope it doesn't fall. I already did. Send a picture. I kind of love it. I kind of. Oh, I think it looks great. Um, Any hoozle. Um, what were we saying? Oh, well, Christmas trees. Christmas it sucks trees. Un- undoing them. Yes, because then you just have to redo them. Ah, oh, it's just a thing. Anyway. I also watched a video last night on how to put together a over-the-top, an over-the-top Christmas village. Next year, I have, I we have built-ins. I have a three-tiered Christmas village. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel dream that i have in my head so i started watching videos already on it you need the right amount of chintzy in your christmas decor yeah for it to feel cozy yeah and that's what a village is for Okay. Hey, do me a favor. <laughs> just shut it. Okay, by the way, just real quick, um, as we wrap up this segment, the final five episodes that Alex Tre- Trebek taped, um, as obviously the longtime host of Jeopardy, will begin airing today. Okay. So he'll be honored during the show's um, final episode on Friday with a special tribute to his uh, life, to the work uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, just want to give you a heads up if you want to record all these, because I'm recording. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Donna. You're welcome, guys. I'll um, be curious to see if he signs off, if he knew his final episode would be his final episode. They haven't alluded to that one way or another. Mm, he said yeah. he wanted 30 seconds at the end of his last show. Yeah, he did. I mean, yes, he did say that. That'll be interesting. Okay, we got to go. When we come back, if you see something, we want you to say something. Steve has something that was released by Burger King. Yeah, if 2020 was a burger, what would that burger look like? I'll tell you what Burger King came up with when we return. And if you see something, say something next on Don and Steve on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Don't forget, we're giving away a kayak a day in the month of January. Okay, that is completely not true. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Tonight. What if 2020, remember 2020? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not it anymore. That feels good. What if 2020 was a burger? (laughs) Okay. What what would it be? What would it taste like? What would be in between those buns? It's a question that the people at Burger King Brazil asked. They then tried to answer it. 
Here is what they decided to put on the 2020 burger, not available for sale, although they did have some people try it in a video, which I won't play the audio because the sound of people dry heaving Ooh. makes some people dry heave. Yeah, that's not good. Hmm. Here's what it is. A chicken foot. In between the bun, you see the claws. Oh, God. Can you eat the no. foot of a chicken? Yes. Yeah. Can you really? Yeah, chicken feet. Yeah. Pickled chicken feet. Can you? For, mm-hmm. uh, they have meat around the toe bones? People eat them. I don't want to, but... All right, so you start with the chicken foot. Then Burger King Brazil put on their 2020 burger sardines. D-Bone, you and I had them on the show on Twin Cities Live. Yep, not good. No. Then overcooked noodles. Now you're getting a lot. The chicken foot consistency already interesting. Sardines slippery. Overcooked noodles present a you bite and they bite back kind of a thing. Mm. Thick caramel sauce. All right. Wait, we're not done. Oh, God. And jello. This sounds like it's right out of Elf. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is all served, by the way, on a burnt bun. Chicken foot, sardines, overcooked noodles, thick caramel sauce, and jello. Sounds about right. Remember Bill Cosby? <sighs> jello. Mm. Oh, yeah. Pudding pops. Okay. Is that for sale? It's not going to be for sale. No. They're not, they're not, they're 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 not going to do that. They're just, they're just saying this is what it yeah. would be. Yeah, over right. in Brazil. All right, let's go over to the UK. All right. All right, I have a story for you. There's a Celine Dion superfan who got drunk and legally changed his name to hers and then forgot about it. But it's all coming back to him now. (laughs) So he's 30 years old. His uh, original name was Thomas Dodd. And he came up with this idea while boozing it up and watching a TV concert by the Canadian artist on Christmas Eve. Because he loves her. Hmm. He says, she's my go-to person I listen to when I need cheering up. He said he spent much of the pandemic watching concerts while at home, including one by Celine over the holiday. Um, And he had a magnum of champagne that was given to him by a friend, Hmm. which explains a lot. He plunked down about $122.00. In American money. Okay. 89 pounds. Thank you for asking. <laughs> and officially took her name via an online application. And then everything gets fuzzy for him. Oh. Mm. He God. says, hand on heart, I don't remember doing it. I do remember watching the concert and then getting tipsy. But days later, he came home from work. He's a hospitality manager, by the way, <laughs> in, in uh, Staffordshire, England. And he found an envelope with documentation waiting for him. Oh, God. He goes, I wasn't aware I had done it until I found that envelope in his mailbox. Oh, no. And then he checked with his bank. It confirmed everything. And Mm. uh, he said, once it sunk in, I I signed it because I bloody love her. Mm. Oh, so he's still it? I guess. Mm. What a weirdo! Is Could he you imagine? Take it back? No, he just signed call? off on it. Oh, so name Celine, last name, sir, Dion 
Celine Dion? Now I mean, how many times do they think he's just pranking? He'll never get through uh, to a customer service agent ever again. Right. <laughs> but All right, he'll buddy. get a great table at the you know the hot <laughs> restaurant in town. It's either that or you're here with UB40. <laughs> Two opportunities to get a good seat. Uh, but what if he gets arrested? Poor Celine. He says, my mom, my mom, wasn't pleased at first, but now she sees the funny side. He's got, like, paparazzi camped outside his house because everyone yeah. wants to talk to him. Well, yeah. Generally, up to this point, it's been very difficult to get I feel like he should just really lean in, into it. Yeah, yeah. Rather than go back to his birth name, he's like, you know, I'm just going to keep it. I would love for him to say, I have something to say, and this, just go into a Celine song <laughs> and really, really, I mean, sell do it. full voice, sell it, even if it's Pound off your chest. key, but just <laughs> really do that press conference and just sing it. Yeah. Plus, if you're a local pub in London, why not say, book that guy to whatever, I, I don't right? know if he can Appearing sing or what. We've got Celine, Celine Dion. Dion. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh Can't believe we did it. So her reps were, you know, tried, they tried to reach out to her reps for comments, and they mm-hmm. haven't heard anything yet. That's mm. funny stuff, huh, guys? Yeah, thanks for sharing the funny thing. You're welcome. Uh, here's something funny trending on Twitter right now, if you see something. Say something. Trending is iPhone box. So I looked to see why is iPhone box trending. Just some user named Bissarat says, I don't know who needs to hear this. But throw away that box your iPhone came in. You don't need it. You will never need it. That's true. Oh, but they're so cool. And it's like a nice drawer that fits very nice. It's just like the ingenuity that just goes into the box. Yeah. The design, yeah. The design, I mean, they just it. fits perfectly. You know, I just found like four of those boxes. Because oh. that's what I did with you my time. I was cleaning. Well, I want to keep them. I actually want to put the iPhones in and sell them to somebody who needs a phone. They're all old. Okay. Yeah. You know, like five. Oh, four. Sometimes they'll, they don't work that oh. great. Should I just ditch them? No. What would you do? Mm, I don't know. You can turn them in um, to the Apple store, and I think they recycle them. Do I get a discount on my next phone, do you? I think so. I, I don't think know. Do. I'm just Shut making up, all this up. We'll just keep saying things that encourage me <laughs> yeah just you can do it you can do it yeah, i know that can. some women's shelters actually accept them as well if oh you okay donate them that's a great idea there you go that's I'll a good do idea that. um you know also if you need to get rid of your christmas lights i've seen a few liquor stores accepting them oh hmm? yeah there's christmas lights all over the eden prairie liquor store like really? in boxes when you just walk in so I'm told. <laughs> uh, hey, you guys, when we come back, we've got some music news. We'll tell you the number one country song that ended 2020 and started 2021. My top. Some people celebrate the holidays, but you, you dominate the holidays. You deck the halls, the mantle, and anything else that will stand still. You deserve a bold, cold brew that's as festive as you. Topped with creamy cookie butter cold foam, covered in cookie butter crumbles, and perfectly pairable with our new cookie butter donut, Dunkin's Cookie Butter Cold Brew is a delicious match for your decked-out domination. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.